Hey, hey, welcome to the show. It is Brian. I am back. How's it going, everybody? Uh, I am back. I went to Chicago. I went to wrestling. It was very fucking fun. And now I'm back in the old salt mines, I guess. Uh, my mom used to say, I used to drive my mom to work every day, uh, way back in the day. And uh, she used to say, well, off to the old shit mines. And uh, so off to the old shit mine. Although my job's not a shit mine. Honestly, I love all of you. It's not not like hard work or anything like that uh i just been a busy boy and uh haven't been able to do some of the stuff i swear to god i'm here oh it says he looks like a bloated johnny Knoxville, and i literally thought you were talking about me jake chinatown thought i'd let you know that that i thought i looked like bloated johnny knoxville which to tell you the truth man you know i'm fucking fine with that uh, Johnny Knoxville's fucking really good looking, I think. And uh, so, yeah, Johnny Knoxville, bloated. Well, Mad Cow does look like bloated Johnny Knoxville. Listen, everybody, uh, I've been on that Mad Cow for like two days. I've been mainlining Mad Cow, and uh, I've been mainlining Mad Cow and Opie for the next, you know, few days. Uh, Shocktober is coming up. I have been listening to a lot of very, very cursed stuff. And I have other stuff coming in the actual mail mail. People are sending me files. Like, this is way, yeah. Jake China says in the chat, uh, honestly, man, Cal's more attractive than I thought he would be. I hate to say it. And uh, that's, it's been said by many people. You know what I mean? I mean, I think the best looking shock, probably Opie. Although he looks pretty rough right now. I'm like, I, I got to look. Like, so you got Mankai, you got your OP, Bubba. I mean, he's not ugly. You know what I mean? Big dude, not ugly. Uh, my, oh, <laughs> JJ Sanders in the chat says, go Cubs, go. Uh, yes, I bought a Cubs hat in Chicago. It was black and red and cute. And uh, it's been... My thing, yeah, Greaseman was very good looking back in the day. He was he was ripped. He he wore out, and uh, when people didn't really work out back then either, you know, you either look like fucking Hulk Hogan or like uh, uh, Robert Pattinson. I don't know if he looks tough at like strong, like or thin. I can't figure it out. But people didn't really uh, uh, like they would just lift all day. Whenever I go back and look at uh, um, whenever I go back and look at, uh, video wrestling from back then, you know, uh, you look at the guys that were like on top of the fucking world. And I'm not talking about dusty Rhodes or something who was just like this, like really charismatic guy that, uh, uh you know, he, people just liked him cause he was super charismatic, but, um, I would say that like when you look at some of the guys that were known to be like ripped, you know, it was, it's, you look at them, not ripped, but, uh, uh, you know, the thing where they're, they're like, they have this like big hard gut with no definition. And that's really what I'm shooting for really is big, hard, strong gut. 
with no definition, just gut. Um, I know that the White Sox are the working person Chicago baseball team. Uh, I went to Wrigley Field because I have actually been to the part of Chicago that the White Sox play in. And I always stay in the South Loop when I'm there. So I'm in Southern, okay, I almost said Southern Chicago, South Chicago, something like that. The South Loop, it's the loop, you know, it's where all the people who shop go. I, I bought one thing there, okay? Uh, bought, um, I bought one thing. I bought this hat and a pair of Lululemon shorts that uh, are exactly like all my other shorts. That's all I bought there. Chicago, but my daughter, I mean, you, Chicago's got some, I mean, vintage stores. There are some vintage stores in Chicago that are just incredible. I, 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 they got everything there. So it was pretty nice. And, uh, I am not also a, uh, football. I'm not a baseball fan. So this isn't even a Cubs hat on my head, just Brian's hat on my head. I think. Uh, so that's something. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing sleeve. I'm not wearing sleeves again. Once I start talking hot, I've cut the sleeves off fully of 50% of my shirts. I've decided uh, I don't like sleeves anymore. They just get in the way. And it really sucked that winter's coming up because I'm going to have to go back to sleeves. I'm going to have to go back to wearing sleeves. But I can't make my house cold. So that's a big bonus. So anyway, yeah, I went to Chicago, a Wrigley Field to see like what it looks like and uh, kind of, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, it, it's like you see that fucking Wrigley sign on t every TV show, you know, and movie like they always go there and um, I go there. I look around, I walk around Wrigleyville. Very nice. I like that part of town. I don't think it, I don't know if people live there though. I couldn't tell if people live there or if it was an Airbnb place or what. Like I, I truly couldn't fucking tell. And don't say grow that. I have pit hair, man. I have pit hair. It's like right here. God damn it. This is the second time I've done last week. I did it. I did the POD cast with John and, um, I did the POD cast with John and I was talking about my chest hair and he talked me in showing me, showing him tuft of chest hair. That is awful looking. It's truly the smallest little tuft of chest hair in the world. Um, I don't have hair on my back. I don't have hair. I'm not a hairy guy. That's just how I am. You know, and uh, I don't have my pits because I don't grow hair very much. I'm I'm very I'm a smooth boy. I, that's what I am. I'm a very smooth boy in town. Um, the we do have funds open here. I uh, uh you know six one four six five five three eight eight seven. You guys want to see my chest hair? Uh, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to show you this tear because I took last week off and also couldn't get a Patreon show up. So I'm going to show you the chest hair, the chest tough. All right. So it's right here. There's like a little tuft of hair right here. Um, 
Let me make sure it's in there. Uh, yep, tough to hair. Okay, so that is gross. And uh, I just saw it and made sure. It's just a little tough to hair. And, uh, you know, what are you going to do? I can't grow hair. I'm a not a hairy guy. And I've never shown my sh shit to anybody. Uh, <laughs> I told you. Now, I the chat just says, you are a smooth boy. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, you can get a call. There's there's lines open currently, and uh I am going to pick up the phone now, I think. Give us a call. I only got two calls here. This would be a short fucking show if people don't call into the goddamn fucking show. Hey, hey, hello, it's you are on the air. Who are we talking to? Hello. Hello. Oh no. Hello. Hey. Hey, it's Bear. You. Hold on. Wait. You. No. I got you, Bear. I can hear you. Oh no, Bear's. In oh, okay. Trouble. Cool. I'm. I'm driving. I'm driving right now. I didn't expect to be the first caller, so I don't have great reception. Oh no! You're not supposed to drive and talk on the phone, Bear. It's against. I, I guess like talking on I, the I phone a, and driving. I have a mount. It's I'm illegal sorry. in Georgia at least. No, I'm I don't I, I never understood like that you're not allowed to talk on the phone and drive. Like I fuck get like don't text and drive. Because I've been in a few accidents when I was texting and driving, like I get it. I understand. But like the, I don't see why you can't. I mean, that's like saying if you drive with a passenger in your car, you're not allowed to talk to the passenger. Yeah. So the the rule here, Georgia actually passed a law that says you technically can't, unless you have Bluetooth set up. Right? You're supposed to have Bluetooth going, but no one actually does that. And as long as you're not like actively looking at your phone, you generally don't get bothered. Um, but I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, you think I'm a, I'm a, I do the wrong thing, and I do text and drive. Me too. We every every person, unless they know somebody who died from texting and driving, every single person does it. I I just can't. I can't imagine all these people who listen to this damn show who are on their phone all day not texting and driving so this oh I am, so now i'm bear, worse everybody. than most people though like i am i okay i'm not defending this this is i do a bad thing but it's because i'm so used to fucking multitasking on 15 16 different things at a time that i feel like i can handle my phone and driving at the same time you know yeah i mean i would like I would like trans for sure, because that was the thing I liked in Chicago when I was on like the, uh, when I was on that and stuff like that and, and, uh, subway things, because like, I like, I like, like being able to just stare at my phone. And like, it also seems like on, on these kinds of, um, on mass transit, you're, you're you're sort of um 
encouraged to look at your phone because I don't think anybody wants you looking at them. Like we don't want to be all looking at each other and shit, you know? So I, yeah. I love fucking train because I drove for six hours to and fro. I drove to Chicago for six hours and home from Chicago for six hours. And I'll tell you what, man, six hours without being able to look at my phone was hell. I hated it, man. I, there was a period where I was almost about to be like, tell my wife to read me my timeline. Like, hey, can you read me like seven or eight tweets real quick just so I can like uh, get the feeling uh, so I can know what's... And like, it's funny because like I'm driving and uh, I people watch wrestling know I, I went to Chicago to go to All Out and uh, people who watch wrestling know, know that that was an incredibly newsworthy evening, pay-per-view on the uh, weekend, right. you know, a bunch of stuff happened. After the show, there was a like insane things that had happened. And uh, I was in my fucking car while all of it was going on. And I just wanted, my wife isn't not, is not like me, like as far as how online goes. You know, she's on Instagram. Uh, she likes looking at pictures of like people's babies and shit like that. You know, she's she's fucking normal. She has a normal relationship with the internet. So I'd be she's able not to send her online to be like, like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. I I I wouldn't be able to be like, hey, Kate, uh, can you do me a favor and look up what's going on with CM Punk? <laughs> like, do you think you could? Uh, 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 you could find out what's going on with CM Punk and the Young Bucks and uh, any, I don't know what's going on. I'm missing while I'm driving. I almost made her drive so that I could watch it. And then I See, almost was also like. What were you going to say, Bear? Oh, I was just going to say, that's why I don't like go long distances with my partner. Is because like he doesn't drive, right? So like, um, I, I couldn't, I can't drive anywhere like farther than an hour away because like I just, I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'd have to like take a look at my phone or something. I'd have to like pull over and stop. I'm a fucking road dog, bear, and I'm gonna tell you when I'm, I drive it, six hours doesn't even feel like a drive to me anymore because you know the years of touring like kind of got me used to being in a car for long periods of time. You know, when you're dropped down the West coast, uh, from Seattle to San Diego, you just sort of get used to the drive, you know? So like, I don't See, mind doing I, I all talk, the I driving. Like the rides. See, I can, I can, like, fuck with driving at, like, an hour. Like, okay, so I've taken trips, like, out of state before with, like, four other people, and we all kind of swap off in a minivan. And that's, like, the ideal thing for me. I can do that for fucking weeks, you know? Like, if we could, if we could hit the land that's bridge between the U.S. Me. and Russia, like, I could tour the whole, the whole world with it. That's not how it works with me, Bear. I have to be driving. It makes me fucking nuts if I'm not driving. So, uh... Yeah, I almost really? also the other thing I was going to do because of all the news from the wrestling pay-per-view and uh, post-show pr press conference, I almost just was like, I'm sorry, guys, you're going to have to listen to wrestling podcasts all the way home because I got to fucking know what's going on. I got to be kept apprised so that then I can go on Twitter and I can post those opinions. 
Like, what is the point? I, I started thinking this while I was driving. What's the point in having an opinion if you're not posting it online? You know? Like, I don't care that much. Yeah. I, 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 nobody in my life cares about some of this stuff that I'm into, you know, like the more arcane. I don't know if that's the right word, but the more niche stuff, right. That you get into, it's really fucking hard to find another person, not even just talking about my wife, but my kid and, and like people in my life. It's really hard for me to find somebody that I talk about wrestling with that has like, <laughs> the sickness that I do, the, the, the sort of knowledge base and, and, and kind of my opinions and stuff, you know, obviously I'm in group chats online, but like, it is just really hard. I mean, you're into this thing, you get into a thing and you become obsessed Legos. Another fucking thing. I uh, was hanging out with a guy last night, uh, went to play bingo last night and, uh, was hanging out with a friend of mine and uh and a dude who's into legos and i just stood there the, this guy right. of this guy i think i think i fell in love with this guy okay so he loves back to the future he loves legos i don't think he likes like the I don't think he likes like the heavy metal and stuff like that or wrestling or anything, but like a dude that's into Legos, a really, and back to the future. Those are, like, those are like two of my favorite things that exist. <laughs> Brian, so, it always amazes uh, it me how cool. much we have in common whenever like you mention a thing you like, because like the only one of those things I'm not also super into is wrestling. And that's just because I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling when I was a kid. Nobody was. It's so weird. There's so many people. And, and it's always young people. And I think I know why, Bear, you weren't allowed to watch it. Because I think when, when you were a kid, no, it wouldn't have been. I think it was still the, pretty nasty when it, you the, were the a actual, kid. You know what I mean? It, the actual reason why is because my dad was super into wrestling, right? Like, he used to drag my mom to shows and stuff when they were, like, younger. And so when he, like, went full off the rails, like, hardcore evangelical Christian, he, like, got rid of all that shit in his life. And so he, I, I think it was, like a, like, a, like, a bitterness, you know? Like, he didn't want to, like, he didn't want to hear about new wrestling because he didn't want to go like, drag back in kind of thing. I think that's Guys actually what that it shit. was. I think it was, because I wasn't allowed to watch... I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of horror movies as a kid either, even though I got into that when I was older. But it's for the same reason. He used to be like a huge horror fan, and I like, used to like make like custom props and shit. And then he stopped when he became like a Christian guy. That's nuts because we we were it was really weird. Like, so I wasn't allowed to watch sex comedies, right? Like, so when I was growing up, there was there was Porky's shit like that like there was a hard body in the 80s when i was a really little kid you know i think i turned yeah. 11 in 1990 uh, my parents were just like i don't want you watching these sex guys right but 
I was a hundred fucking percent allowed to watch Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, I I wasn't allowed to watch psychological horror, but I was allowed to watch slashers. Like uh, that was totally okay. You know what I mean? Is is uh, that like, yeah? I mean, I, if they're just killing people, that's fine. You know. See, my my parents didn't have like any of it, like no horror, right? Um, which really backfired because like I still got really into horror. It's just uh, I'm talking to them about it when I like go to the movies and stuff, and they get mad at me. <laughs> Uh, I never, Dude, that's the thing I don't understand about like parenting, right? About like not letting people do stuff is because then they'll still do it. Yeah. Like they're not going to not do something because you tell them yes. no. It just hurts your relationship with your kid. It's funny because like, I'll, I'll say this, like, so when I was growing up and my dad saw me watching wrestling, he would say, you know, that shit's fake every time he would just, you know, he wanted me to know how fake it was and how stupid it was to watch it. And I, I wasn't smart enough to say all TV shows are fake. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't know to say that. So, uh, he, he would shit talk that. And he has said to me in the past that one of his, one of the things that bums him out the most about me, is that I like country music. So it's like country music and wrestling are two things my dad just fucking hates. And like, they're two things that are like my two favorite things in the world. So I think like when, when yeah. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, you're not allowed to like, um, like you shouldn't like this, you shouldn't like this. I do think that like when that happens with parents, uh, you know, it, it it can back. I think it also depends on what kind of a parent you are, because like I know my um she she likes a lot of the same things I do. You know, we kind of like a lot of the same stuff. She doesn't like wrestling or whatever, but she likes like like some of the same music and stuff like that. So I don't think I I think that's because she doesn't look at me like a square. You know, like I looked at my parents like fuck you nerd. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Something really funny to me about my parents is that like from what I from what I actually know about them interests in common, but because they were so strict when I was a kid and like them being like emotionally distant and stuff, like I literally I still live at home with them, but I haven't talked to either of them in forever. Um, which I just think is like it, it's kinda sad in some sense, but it's also really funny. Because, yeah. like, I'll stand around in the kitchen it with my dad funny. sometimes early in the morning, and it's just, like, kind of like we're awkward roommates. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it, though. I don't, I, I don't, re my mom calls me, you know, once or twice a week, and uh, I basically just, you know, uh, so my mom moved away from Ohio when I was seven, I think, and back when I was 18. So uh, we have sort of a strange relationship, I would say. <laughs> strain more than strange. Um, but like we still talk at times. 
And uh, she calls me to tell me all of her problems and all the gossip she heard other people saying and shit like that. And I don't talk to my dad at all. I, I haven't talked to my dad since. Shit, I can't. When was the last like real Easter? <laughs> the last time I talked to my dad was Easter for sure. Because it, that is the last like holiday where you feel a lot of pressure to show up. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't celebrate. Uh, I I mean, I'm, I, uh, it's not that I don't celebrate. Like I like, I like doing stuff on Labor Day weekend and shit like that, but not with my parents. Ugh, sucks. Sucks. Right. The last uh, the last actual conversation I had with my dad that wasn't about religion. Right. He'll talk to me about religion sometimes because he knows that I'm like vaguely religious, but we're not close in belief at all. So I don't know why, but the last conversation we had that wasn't about religion was when I stumbled in the door at like 4 a.m. and immediately started making pita bread. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, making pita bread. And that was just the whole interaction. And then he was like, well, uh, you, you do that often? And I was like, not really. Just a, <laughs> a spur of the moment thing. Yeah, I mean, I lived with him for a while, you know, uh, uh, and I moved back in with him for yeah six months or something like that but like i i haven't you know we just don't talk we talk like terms a fucking year so uh we try to like yeah I, we try to figure it out like like i try to have things in common with him he basically my dad's like interest is canada you know what i mean like he's really really interested in canada and uh you know fantasy stuff i think he likes <laughs> game of to be it's weird, dude. Canada I'm is such a weird you, thing to be into. There's a lot of Canada people here in Ohio. I, I can't believe you've never heard. Have you? I mean, people get really into Canada for some reason. And it's like a really weird, like, okay. my dad has, like. Okay. So, like, here in, here in Georgia, just cause, I think it's just because of, like, location. But the only people that are here are, like, rednecks who've lived in the exact same spot their entire life. So this is just the greatest place in the world to them. And then, like, immigrants or, like, Mediterranean people from New York, right? So they, are, they all either, like, just love Atlanta, want to go back to New York, or they're like, I really wish I didn't leave Bangladesh right now. Like, that's the only fucking thing people talk about here. My dad lived in Canada. It was nine. Um, so he has like this weird, he wasn't born there. He just lived there for fucking a few years as a kid. And he has this really weird draw to Canada. And if I had to name three things he liked, it would be Canada, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and Pink Floyd. Like those are the three th computers. He likes computers too. But he doesn't like fixing them ever. Well, see, he's like he's a computer programmer, but he'll never fix your computer for you. He wants nothing to do with that. I don't get that. I really don't understand that. As a computer guy, the best part is fixing them up. I love I love fixing electronics. That shit's fantastic. He's a weird dude. If it pays any real money, that's what computers. I would do. Yeah, there is that too. There's like I can't a, imagine uh, like, 
there there's people out there Sorry, I just, that uh, yeah. know how to do shit. I think there's a lot of people out there that actually know how to do stuff that hate doing it. Because I was the same way as a cable guy. Like, I didn't want to go fixing people's fucking TVs. So you kind of have to draw, like, a fucking, a really hard line in the sand. Uh, uh, so, like, you can't be like, well, I'll fix it for my dad. But uh, I won't fix it for my brother. You just have to be like, call the fucking cable company, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I ain't fixing it. See, I've I've always just been like, I don't I don't get that either because that's something I need to work on though. But like, I've never been one of those people who's like willing to tell people no on things. Like when it comes to the shit, I can do for free, you know. So like, if people need me to like do a service, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Like I can't I tell mean, you I how many mind. fucking like cheap. Like 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 I I've like talked a bunch this. of blogs to people learn how to do like blog sniffing shit. That's so sick. I want to learn that. I don't mind teaching. I don't mind helping at all. I just don't want to do my job on the weekends. And a lot of times, like the way people ask you is like super insulting. Like, I remember fucking this one lady was like, hey, you know, the my whole house needs rewired. And I was like, okay. And she was like, if I bought you a, a 24 pack of beer, would you do it? And I'm like, no. I wouldn't do it. I don't even drink, first of all. But even if I drank, I could just go buy the beer with my own money. See, I, I know for sure. Okay, because I had a friend who asked me to come cook for his, like, bachelor party or whatever. And he told me that he'd buy me, like, a, like a, like a, quarter, uh, like a quarter ounce of weed if I'd come do it for him. And I was like, hell fucking yeah, I'm taking that deal, like... Well, yeah, I guess yeah. That's weed. I, mean, I guess that's a little bit more enticing, but yeah, I don't drink, and 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 also it was just it felt like, like fuck you, you know. Call the cable company, you know, man. Get out drink, of this for fucking what thirteen dollars. You know, I fucking drank for the first time in forever the other day because Queen uh, Queen Elizabeth died. <laughs> No, that's smart. Like, yeah. bitch, finally healed over. So, people. so I had a, so I had a God, that country over there, bear. Ugh, I gotta tell you, me. and to the listeners, they're closing the stuff. They're closing. I like it gets more and more twisted every time they close the goddamn bike rack. Which is like, how do you even do that? How the fuck do you close? How do you bike close the fucking no bike rack? One. Yeah, I saw a picture of it. Maybe somebody is fucking around or goofing. But yeah, they closed the bike rack. Uh, all of the like digital um, billboards outside turned off. Dark. I saw one thing, oh and I God. don't know if this is fucking true or not, okay? That somebody went to the grocery store and the self-checkout line was like backed way up because they turned the beep off because they're in mourning for the queen. And like, I'm just like, man, okay. the president dies here. Did you, and we're did you all see the video? Did, did you see the fucking video of the old lady at the grocery store who just didn't give a shit? And she kept scanning her groceries during the morning silence. So it was just fucking beeping. 
everyone else was standing there like solemnly. I mean, I mean, oh. computers aren't working. Oh, you know, they treat it like a computer. The person that's working. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. The fucking self checkout line is not at work. It's it, it it is a beep. Okay. I do like the idea of getting time off of work. I just don't think that like turning off, I don't know, like turning off the gas pumps is such an odd situation to me and stuff like that. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Why don't you people like, uh, uh, just go to work. It's the queen. The queen doesn't even fucking do anything. Oh, like seriously, dude, the queen doesn't do, doesn't like run the country, doesn't have any kind of a vote on anything like that. 90% of the people over there probably don't give a rat's ass that the queen died. Uh, well, I mean, you know, there's, there's like, you know, 60% don't care that the queen died. 30% are happy that it happened. And it's just like, uh, watching yeah. that country, watching that country close is like weird, man. I love time off. I just find it very weird. To turn machines off. I, it's very strange, but like, I'm also, you know, I'm not British. I didn't grow up around that shit. I suppose it's like if Benjamin Franklin died, which he's already dead, but you know what I mean? If he could be alive again and then die again, I think. Yeah. I mean, my, my thing that's like really weirding me out right now about all of it is like, okay, so I've talked about this before, I think, but I'm like a quarter Greek. So like, I follow a lot of Greek people. I have a lot of Greek friends in the area because we kind of like talk about that shit, like our culture and stuff, yada, yada. But like, a lot of them are really upset about it. And they're like, no, because like the queen's mother-in-law did something for Greece like 80, 90 years ago. And I just don't, I don't understand it at all. I'm like, why? But she did all this other shit that was like awful. Like, why do you care? Also, it wasn't even her. It was like her mother-in-law. Like, that's not, she didn't contribute to that. Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, Malik Frolics in the chat said it's like if Mickey Mouse died. I think that is the perfect way to put it. Because it is like, to me, it feels like a character died. Like, it just doesn't, I don't, I, I try to think of, like, so the last time I can think of that, and which is really funny, we're talking about this today, by the way, but the last time I can think of that things other than COVID, obviously, uh, is 9-11 uh, had that whole shit happen where, like, it was like, uh, um, where it was like things just weren't right for a few days, you know? Like, I, it's, I my memory yeah. of nine eleven really is like, well, like things just are a little weird for the few days. I mean, yeah, but like, I, I wasn't alive for nine eleven. Uh, I should point that out. Uh, I was born two years after it. Uh, my due date was actually 9-11, even though I wasn't born on 9-11, but uh, my due date was 9-11. That would have been funny. a pain in the ass for your parents. Um, <laughs> that would have been a huge pain in the ass for your oh, parents. Oh, yeah, no. My Believe mom, me. 
my my mom fucking threw a fit. She's like, I'm going to get him like, I'll get a C-section like three days before or something. Like, I don't, it, I, I thought it would have been funny if I was born on 9-11 personally, but I mean, I I'll don't say this bear. Let me tell you what I like did. a bunch of innocent Again, people, I, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm a big idiot. And on 9-11, I waited in line. <laughs> so stupid. I waited in line at a fucking gas station and uh, uh for gas that i paid five dollars a gallon for i was broke i'm talking like uh uh you know this was so much money to me and the line was really long and uh it was because somebody that knew somebody that i thought knew about politics the gas was going to start getting super expensive because 9 11 happened so I was like, I got to go fucking get gas. Wasted a ton of money. The next day, the gas all went back down to the normal price. <laughs> the fucking worst. I hated 9-11. Terrible. It was a weird time. It's so weird that conservatives, like, have 9-11, that, that they want that, like, you know, they talk about that 9-12 feeling. It was fucking horrible. Like, it sucked. Like, all, everything. TV show ever so Barry you might not know this but back in the day we all had to, had to just watch TV together like there weren't streaming services and, and there like weren't all of this stuff and like uh right. what ended up happening yeah but what ended up happening is every single channel switched to 9-11 coverage so it's like if COVID-19 hit but the only thing you could watch on TV was the 19 news. <laughs> like there wasn't a Tiger well, King. Well, a lot of there people don't anything. know this. It was all you could do. A lot of people don't know this, but on January 6th, when the insurrection happened, all the, all the TV stations that weren't like cable only stations, all the like broadcast TV stations, they were all changed to the January 6th uh, things. But the problem with that is that yeah, no one that watches used, TV anymore, so no one mentioned that. That used to be a thing, was, right? Like I was working at Strike when, when we that were, happened. Yeah, and that, I'll say this. Uh, yes, all the broadcast stations switched to 9-11 coverage on 9-11. But the underrated thing is that also MTV switched to 9-11 coverage uh fucking vh1 every channel the first normal thing that came on tv was three days after and it was wrestling it was a uh, smackdown uh was the first normal thing that came back and uh it was obviously they didn't do it in the fun way where they were just like we're just gonna fucking do some matches you know what i mean and and like you know we're gonna pretend like this thing didn't happen nope they had to do the whole this thing happened situation too. Um, oh very weird gosh. thing. But I, I mean, I think that feels what the Queen stuff is over there. Like, I guess like because it's 22 and we all have streaming services and we have all this, these other ways to kind of keep ourselves entertained that, that you know, people, um, we had all these ways to keep things, keep ourselves entertained that we at least don't have to they don't have to sit and watch it uh hootie owl in the chat says brave of brian to say 9 11 was bad hey i just 
I'm, I'm not afraid to say that, uh, you know, I would have liked it if they didn't crash the planes into the buildings. That's just me, though. I mean, I'm sure there's people in the chat that would disagree. Uh. <laughs> now everybody's like, oh, geez, <laughs> you made it dark. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty anti 911. Yeah. Everybody should be. It I'm was a, bad. I will controversially say I think 9/11 was bad. Yeah, like all the yeah. all the crazy yeah. weird shit around it aside, bad bad thing to do. No matter what caused it, shouldn't have happened. Bad bad idea. Yeah, I think like it it got real bad when when they started blowing shit up. I remember I'm helping my 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 fucking mom move for the eight thousandth time because she loves to just stop paying her rent. And uh, so I'm helping mom move and everybody's like gathered around the TV while I'm carrying shit in, watching them bomb Afghanistan. And I'm like, can you help fucking lift this stuff? I don't, you know, I mean, I'll tell you the truth. 9-11 is when I did start to pay attention to politics because I thought, I, I thought paying attention to politics was like your duty as an American. Like it's the right thing to do because nine eleven happened. <laughs> it's the first time I watched I have the news. My, my, you know, you, did you ever uh, when you sort of make the switch from conservative to to more lefty? Did uh, did you ever get those like old men who are like, "Well, you're just being too political," while they're like listening to Rush Limbaugh and still talking about nine eleven six years after it happened? Yeah. Did you yeah. ever, did you ever have to deal yeah. with that? I mean, I was into conservative I, I remember, radio for that little period of time. There was that little period of time. I'd say 2000, late 2002, 2003. I was pretty conservative. I was like listening to a lot of Glenn Beck and, and like, I've said this before, but like, I think political literacy of people, uh, uh, is more apparent to me after this because like i remember just like listening to glenn beck and rush limbaugh and being like well you know getting educated i'm listening to the news and uh that's you know obviously now i know i wasn't listening to the news i was listening to entertainment i was listening to the same shit that i was listening to Howard stern you know which you know listen to his 9 yeah. podcast then you can that's the other thing. People don't understand that, like, YouTube has, like, Howard Stern's 9-11 show. It has uh, Opie and Anthony's 9-11 show. Uh, unfortunately, does not have man cows, which really bums me out. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 if you listen to those, you can, you can really feel, like, if you weren't alive for that or if you were a kid, you can... I mean, that is how everybody felt. When you listen to that, you're like, holy fuck, man. Like, we just fucking rolled right into some... I, I know things were racist, you know, before that happened. But we really rolled into some wild racism <laughs> for a period of time. And uh, I don't know. It's weird because people have this... Uh, I, I saw David Hogg today asked what it was like before... Uh, uh, before 9-11 and uh it's just like exactly almost like it is now in a way um yeah greg mar in the chat says yeah. they were being so racist on the stern one yeah it's really racist but like uh uh you know pre-9-11 just basically what it's like now except i think people see it as 
uh, the good old days because um, because like it 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 like nobody was saying that shit was fucked up. So like you'd be watching TV and there'd be this like just wildly offensive shit on, and like they'd be doing wildly offensive shit on the radio and stuff like that. And like I'm fairly certain people were offended by that you know but like everybody yeah had the pa- like like the people that had the power were people doing the radio i was yes uh methanol cereal definitely less cop and troop worship before 11 i can tell you that story um i can tell you a story when i was at woodstock 99 rage against the machine burned the flag and like People were so fucking excited to see it. I mean, they got some booze, but uh, yeah, crazy. Like, and then in two thousand one, it was just like if you burn the flag, you're dead. Like somebody would fucking kill you. And like there was like all this information out there that was like uh, uh false about you know Palestinians dancing and shit like that. Um, just really fucking weird. But uh, yeah, back then it was like yeah. it was like it's exactly like it is now people think that 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 like social media being nasty and people like being like haha the queen's dead you know they think that's because social media but let me fucking explain something to you it was like that then too i being wildly offensive <laughs> so you know also like, it was just that was just my always, thing it always was a at least with, like, the Queen, you know, like, there, there's a fucking reason people are celebrating, you know? Like, uh, I actually, when it happened, I had pulled up, like, the news feed that, like, when it said that she was under hospital care, and I was, like, kind of watching it, and the second that she died, I saw it on my laptop, and then immediately one of my cousins called me, and he's, like, way more Irish than, like, the rest of us are. He's, like, super into his Irish thing. It was, like, you see that she's fucking killed over. And I was like, yeah, I did. And he was like fucking like cheering and shit. He was like happy about it. Like just instant relief for him from the fact that she was dead. You know, like I, I don't like, like, and he was not even, he's not even like one of those like internet people, you know, like he's just fucking, he lives in the middle of nowhere. He doesn't fucking bother anybody, but he was just like so happy about it. People like celebrities too, right? Like I think the queen is, is yeah. kind of basically like a celebrity, uh, but like the biggest star in she's like the biggest star in uh uh, uh England. She's like trying to think of who would have to die here. I mean, I think that like things are gonna get a little bit like this when like Obama dies, maybe. Um you know, when when guys like David no, Bowie I don't, and I don't think died, when Obama died. I thought. What? I think that like I don't I don't really think America has like one central celebrity like like with the Queen, you know? Like, I think we all have people that like it would fuck us up for a few days. Like I mean if like Dean Ween died right now, like my, my week would be ruined. It's it's over. The rest of the week's just done for me. I oh like, you know. You don't think wouldn't, wouldn't even know you don't who that think is. That, like, you don't think that like like an extreme amount of people would be really inconsolable if uh uh really inconsolable if Obama died. 
I, I do think, especially now, because he's not I, super old. I don't know. I don't and, think uh, so. Really? I mean, I think conservatives I feel, I feel wouldn't, like, but I feel like most of the country would, I guess. I, I feel like maybe like 20% of the country would. Maybe 20% of the country would be like super really? upset. But I feel like most people would probably have the same reaction like me and just be like, man, that sucks. And then like go on with their day. Like, I mean, you know? Really? Because I, I, I think that like, be that's the closest thing we can get to the queen you know is it's like uh the clintons uh obama the bushes i think if george w when george w bush dies i think it's going to be like a, a big a big situation uh uh so yeah i i, I would have to say like it's president really basically is what we have here but they don't I really think it's more like when the president dies I think you really hit it more on the head of, like, the celebrity thing. I think you would have more people upset if, like, Keanu Reeves died than if, like, Obama died, you know? Fair point. Like, yeah. Oh, Michael Jackson was another big one. Like, it's a rock, like, I mean, just, again, yeah. we don't close things. Yeah, but, like, Michael Jackson, like, people were upset about that. That was, like, a real big deal. I'm just interested. I, I now I want Wait. everybody that's calling. If you know of somebody, please. I guess uh, uh, Malik Frolic said Obama is not the one. Oh, meaning Keanu. Okay, Tom Hanks. Psychic Gasoline said Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks be a big one. I think I, Tom Hanks is well enough loved. Uh, him and like Steven Spielberg. I think Steven Spielberg is a dude that would like people would be a little nuts i think uh harrison ford is a guy that people will be a little nuts for any you know i don't know i i really think it has to be a head of state i guess is 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 where i'm at i i just don't know I, if we have i, I mean i just Americans don't even just feel like chilling. we have super famous i don't think we have super famous people anymore like, either you know i feel like I feel like America is just too, like, individualized for something like that to happen. You know, like, yeah. okay, so, like, one of our local pizza joints closed down when, uh, when the dude from Suicide Silence died, right? They were like, all of our employees are calling out. We're just not doing this today, you know? Like, yeah. and so, like, there are things like that, like, on a small scale. But, like, I don't think there's anybody in America ever who, like, can get most of the country shut down if they died. That's a good point. I mean, I'll agree with you bear but i gotta take the rest of these calls bear it's been great to talk to you and i hope if somebody disagrees with you we'll talk about it next week i promise i think obama's gonna be the guy though hell but yeah people in the chat are saying he's not I, I leno. So. bear i'm gonna say jay leno before we hang up uh jay leno is what i'm saying and uh it's good to talk to you buddy yeah maybe yeah maybe yeah man <laughs> peace yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess it wouldn't Jay Leno because he he sort of lost all of his stuff during the Conan thing. So, uh, thank you for calling Street Fight. Who am I talking to tonight? Hello, this is Hank. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Hank? It's going pretty good, Brian. You there? Thanks for taking my call. Oh, I'm you're here. welcome. I I love taking the Hank call. 
you know. Uh, you got any famous people? You think that we would we would close Oprah, stuff for yeah. Oprah? Yeah, man, I've been listening to the show. I've been. Uh, um, uh, I think Oprah's death would be a huge one. Um, you know, maybe like one of the Teletubbies or something. Some, some maybe like Big Bird, some sort of fictional character would probably make Americans freak out. Um, but uh, yeah, we 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 go crazy for it. Not the same degree as uh, Nancy, or sorry, as uh, what's this lady's name? The Warlord, the Queen. This is a this is one of the lady? biggest like planet wide freakouts. We'll probably. Yeah, the queen, the, uh, the, the marauding, evil, murderous, pillaging, mugging, mugger of the planet. One of, you know, these, these, this fucking British royalty, all the royalty to, to be specific, and they all, you know, sort of ceded power to capitalists of the world and, uh, over time. But they're all still the same fucking vampire class of evil fuckers, and they should all die, and I hope they all go away. That's uh, I wasn't planning on saying I that, but that's, that's, that's how I feel about it. Hey, God, I... <laughs> I do not like looking at them, but I do have to say this. I do have to say this. Like, there is something about a country like that over there, right? That, you know, they got all the same shit we do. They got cars. They got the internet. They got, fuck, they got everything. They got self-checkout lines and, and, and uh, those bikes that you can you know, the city bikes, the, you can pay to ride a bike for an hour. Uh, yeah. they got every one of the, the, the sort of, uh, conveniences of modern life yet they still have a queen or a king. And there's something about that. When I think about it, it's like, it's really strange because you would think they would just be like, I'm out of this, you know? Um, let's not do this anymore like at some point is somebody going to say like i don't think i'm going to do this anymore i don't i don't i don't think i want to uh do the queen thing anymore but no i i think that like there's probably a lot of people there i've never been over there uh and currently now it seems like the weirdest place in the world to me so i don't even know if i'm ever getting over there but uh uh i just see it as like this really like fascinating celebrity thing that uh uh and that they can't they they that like man just the pressure to close everything like if this thing is open we have to like if this thing is open it'll look bad on us if 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 this bike rack is open people think we're bad so we got to close right. it we just have to like close it and 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 it's so weird like the the things that they're closing and it's just like dude i mean most of the people there i mean most of the people didn't even want to close stuff for the fucking covid you know so it is very weird it's just a weird situation to me i know that we have basically the same thing but we we like sort of worship uh somebody in a chat and and i wish i could find it uh uh if uh, uh cops and troops like we kind of the queen is like their cops and troops and that maybe makes a little bit more sense to me i think um you know what yeah that makes a lot of sense because in america or, or before i say that part the the queen in england and this is a sort of the simplistic way of explaining it but like america puts its spiritual leader and its state leader in the same person that's the president 
And in England, they split those roles, basically. The, the head of state, that's their brand, that's their spirit, that's the queen. And then they, the government is actually the head of government. That's the prime minister, you know, all those uh, e- evil devils on that side. So we kind of have a different relationship. But like you just said with the uh, cops and troops and stuff, it sort of is, just, I could see that, that that does seem right because we worship violence and we worship the people who practice, practice violence on behalf of the wealthy and then on behalf of the, uh, you know, the vampires that run the, run the show. And so we've been conditioned to, I think, over, I don't know what the right phrasing is, but we, we put far more like gratitude points and like, thank you for your service, your willingness to commit violence, your willingness to take a risk for yourself, as if there aren't other people in the world that, that devote their lives to serving others in ways that help them, that don't involve bullets or guns or bombs Killing. or yeah. pointing lasers at people pointing. so that the airplane bombs kill them. So yeah, it's all crazy. Um, I like that. But like, yeah, we do, we do, um, we do put prep practitioners at the, at the top of our social hierarchy here. I'll say this, uh, Zach H in the chat says the Royal or huge tourist commodity, never forget the money motive. And, uh, that makes a lot more sense to me now. That's like when you go, I mean, when you go to Washington, D.C., we got the same type of shit there. And you're just like, uh, 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 yeah. you're just steeped in America. So that is that is actually true. I, I, I will go with that. So uh, how's it going? How you doing? Kind of like having a loop. I'll, I'll, thank you. I will answer how I'm doing in a second. <laughs> I interrupted you. Um, it's kind of like having a living George Washington in a sense with this lady, you know, she's been yeah. there for 70 yeah, years, uh, one third of America's life, you know? And so it is, it's, it is like, and she's on the money, she's on their dollars. So she, she really like, they really do a good job. Like one thing that these capitalist countries do in- incredibly well is, uh, is condition young people to have, and by that, I mean, starting as a baby and it becomes a very cultural thing you experience your entire life is to have a, a, how you uh, perceive yourself in relation to power. And, uh, and in England, they do that with the queen and with that, all, all that bullshit. And here we do it with uh, you know, our willingness to commit violence and our denial of the racist nature of our entire society and that we are just a you know, slave empire that emerged into a work cult uh, and that is the, the, um, the um, firewall for capitalism and, and, in the entire world. Because if America falls... If, if America stops being capitalist, then the rest of the world will probably have a harder time justifying their brutal oppression, too. Um, so that, that's what I got to say about that. Uh, I can answer how I'm doing, uh, if you'd like. <laughs> I would love. I'm doing I fine. I would love. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Me, yeah. too. I'm feeling good. I had a, uh, I'm good. I had a trip. I'm back. I'm not going to be uh, leaving anytime soon, so... Yeah, Wrigleyville, buddy. You, um, that, that's a weird neighborhood uh, where you spent some time. It's a real party party scene. I, I lived in Chicago for 10 years. Um, and usually I within walking there. distance of Wrigleyville, but I would never, ever want to. The city's great. I, honestly, I haven't been to Wrigleyville in probably five years. I know they've done some construction and built up the stadium a little bit. But it's a gigantic party uh, location and it's a huge um you know economic generator for the area so when cubs when the cubs do well and even when they don't they still manage to, to get a lot of the bar the bars make a ton of money around there uh i played softball on a team with a guy who owned a bar around there and he he you know it was kind of interesting to how the seasons would roll over and if the cubs did well he would make a lot more money and stuff um 
but people do live near the stadium. People or the, the whatever they call that, the field, the the pitch. People do live right by it, and it, it, I would never want to live that close to it. I always lived a, about a mile away or so, like a reasonable walking distance um, from the, in, in the neighborhoods I lived in. I would. So yeah, that answers your question. So I've had this. I've had this weird thing in my life where, like, uh, when I was a little kid, uh, and we would travel. I, I've actually been thinking about this because I've been traveling and stuff. I've been traveling a lot, um, and. Uh, and I'm going to be traveling more. Uh, I've been traveling. And like when I was a kid, like we would spit out the window when we crossed the state line. And uh, it was something that my parents did. I don't know where they got it. Uh, I think it's in a movie. There is, it, they do it in a movie. It might be one of the vacation movies. But um, when you cross the state line, you would spit. So I had this like real this this thing in my head that was just like i really would love to live right on a state line because then i'd be passing into another state all the time and it really felt to me when i was younger like i got a different feel from a different state it doesn't matter that indiana's rough same as ohio just with some different laws or anything like that the fact that i was in indiana gave me like this this sort of feel and the reason i'm bringing this up is because like i would i i think i think i want to live by something like that something like wrigleyville or like uh, uh i want to live in hollywood or uh uh just I want to be some I think I have in my mind because I I grew up in Columbus Ohio I've lived in Columbus Ohio my whole life I think like I just want to be somewhere that people want to be you know um so I I anytime I go to to a place like Wrigleyville or or like uh, uh Wicker Park or you know any of these places in Chicago that I went to Logan Square anytime I go to these places I think like I could really fucking live here. And uh, I think it really mainly comes down to, I want to be somewhere. Uh, uh, I just want to be, I just want to be somewhere that people want to be, I guess is where I'm at. And, and like, cause I'm not, I'm not at a place. I don't live where people want to be. I live where people don't want to be like, they want to get the fuck away. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I hate but, Indiana, by the way. Do you I, want psychic gasoline saying that? Go ahead, Hank. Sorry. Oh, I was say, like, do you want to live somewhere where people want to puke? You know, where you're going to be stepping over yeah. diarrhea and, 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 uh, and vomit as the bars spill out, uh, seven nights a week around Wrigleyville or whatever. So, but I, I understand what you're saying though. Like, like not being near the center of energy and then you visit something like when I visited New York. I didn't actually make it all the way to Times Square, but I saw it from like five blocks away and I could feel this energy radiating from down the canyon. I, I, I only experienced New York for two nights, so I got to walk around a bit. So a small taste. And I remember very distinctly feeling drawn to the energy. And I don't particularly like busy or crowded areas myself. I would definitely never want to live anywhere near this stuff. But when you visit a place, you do kind of feel that pull. You do kind of tell your, in your mind, you kind of fantasize about how exciting it would be or how much fun it must be to not have to do all this pain in the ass travel to get there. If you could just live on top of the, of the hubbub of it all. 
But then you realize that uh, yeah. you're just a guy driving a, uh, a jet ski around the Waterworld uh, main exhibit. You know what I mean? You want to live in a little island that's far away. I don't know why I decided to try a Waterworld reference for that comment. But I think I wouldn't mind living by Universal Studios. I think that would be sick to live by Universal Studios. What was that? No, man, you're too old. That's when you were, when you were young. You're too old now. I've decided because I'm your age too. <laughs> That's a young yeah. person thing. Uh, I just I want to be able to Although go you have the play. I am. I am deep in vacation energy. Uh, you go. Psychic gasoline says Brian's deep in vacation energy. I am going on vacation and in three weeks to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which you know, not my kind of place or whatever, but I'm just going to hang around in the mountains and hike, maybe go to Dollywood, but I'm afraid of rides. So it feels like a waste of money when I go to one of those places, you know, like I won't ride anything. What, tell and, me more. What's your ride? I want to know that. What do you think about? What are you afraid of? Like specifically? I don't actually know. I, I, I was talking about this last night. We went to, um, I went to play bingo, and uh, there is a festival called the Ox Roast that happens like right across the street from my apartment every year. Uh, the end after Labor Day, where they roast an ox. I guess I don't really know. I've never had the ox or seen the ox actually, but they were, and they do this like big ceremony where the football captain lights the. Uh, uh, where the the captain of the football team comes and light or, and like. I think women's basket, something like that, uh, come and they light the ox on Friday night and, and you know, they do this whole thing. Uh, I went over there and there were rides over there. Yeah, just, and uh, what was that? I said roast it. Like, tell some, make fun of it. Tell some jokes. That's that. That's the, sorry, I interrupted you and it didn't, it yes. didn't pay off. Keep going, please. And so I got over there and we were talking with, you know, I had, I was hanging out with some friends and uh, I just said like, I haven't ridden a ride since like the nineties. Uh, and it was a, a roller coaster at, it was a roller coaster at Cedar point called the iron dragon. Uh, it's a suspended roller coaster where they sort of like fly out, you know, maybe the early two thousands. I did ride the tomb Raider ride at Kings Island. And uh, I screamed and cursed the whole time and was extremely fucking scared. And um, I think it's like I was talking about how like I was in the mosh pit. I, I've been in some very historic mosh pits and wasn't it, I kept my cool and I was fine. With it. And I, you know, just stood in and smashed together with people. I don't. I don't have a big problem with like pain or like, you know, I've said it on the show before getting punched and, and like, you know, shit like that. Um, it, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me, but a roller coaster, I don't care how safe it is at all. Uh, terrifying. It, it just like, I, I, I can say on the way to the park that I will ride the roller coaster. I can actually, I can say that out loud uh, to everybody in a car. I'm going to ride the roller coaster. Uh, but when I get there, I, I just can't do it. I just, 
I like I, I can't get on the ride. I look at it and it scares the fucking shit out of me. Same thing happens every time I go to Chicago. And you know, I Chicago, I've been to Chicago a lot. And uh the Sears Towers there. And they have or I don't know what they call it now, but Mary uh-huh. Tower or some shit like that. Um and uh they have that glass thing you can stand on. Yeah, they have that glass thing you can stand on and look down. And to me, that sounds incredible. And you know, every time I go there and I, I stand at the bottom and I look up and I'm like, I can't go up there. And the thing is like, I don't, I don't think I'm afraid of heights because like I've done some stuff pretty high up, you know, I climbed ladders for like a living and then granted that's not as high as a roller coaster or whatever, but like there is something out something that is perceived to be a thrill that scares the fucking shit out of me i don't even know why i don't i have no idea but i i just i i just you know i just it's very scary uh sometimes i will be okay with the ones where you in a uh, uh thing and the screen it moves with the screen in front of you that's totally fine um but uh yeah, I just I'm I I I'm afraid of them. I'm very afraid of them since since I was a kid. I've ridden like four of them in my life and uh really ruined like my friends. Ta- like my parents would let me take friend to the amusement park, but I wouldn't fucking ride anything with them. So like, you know, ruining their fun and everything else. It was just crazy. I I don't know if like I I just feel like like I'm okay going fast. I'm okay getting hit. I'm not afraid of pain. I'm not afraid of like, like driving a hundred miles an hour or something like none of that fucking scares me. There is something about sitting in a roller coaster seat and going up 300 feet in the air and coming down fast that like, I just, I can't even, I can't make myself fucking do it. It's crazy. Uh, I, I know intellectually that. I'm not going to get killed on it, but I just can't do it. I'm too. So that is uh, uh, my ride stuff. I, that's rational. You're allowed. I mean, I think being scared to ride something that is designed to cause fear is actually a pretty rational position. I would suggest, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being afraid of going on a roller coaster. There's, I don't, you know, you, you don't have to expect either. I was curious if you like were imagining your head hitting the, the uh, overhead part, or, you know, maybe you had some very specific, um, you know, tragic, hilarious incident or something that you you're imagining real or perceive. Um, but I think it's also totally normal to not want to do that. Like I, I've only ridden posters a couple times and I've enjoyed it, but only in that way that I was like, glad it was over. And it was more like a challenge to me than anything. And I don't have any pull to go back on one. And I definitely would never want to go bungee jumping or skydiving. Like those are no's for me even though I know I'd probably survive more than likely. And I would probably have this rush of, you know, uh, dopamine is like a big thrill to be finished with it when it's over with. But I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever want to jump out of a plane? Like, I think that's a crazy way to have no. fun. And I'd I don't rather eat too much popcorn either. Try to have- yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it's a death thing with me either though. I don't, I don't even think about death. I think it's, I, you know, it, it is a lack of control. I really like to be in control. Uh, uh, you know, when we went on tour, we were fucking. What if, like, 
when we would go on tour, I would drive the entire tour. I nobody else drove when we would go on tour. I would drive the whole fucking time. And uh I just I don't know what it is about me. I just I gotta be in control of the I gotta be in in control of the gimmick, you know. Um I I just yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just uh uh I have to be yeah. I want to be in control of everything. I want to be able to d- make a decision on my own about, you know, how fast it's going to go. Maybe if they gave you a little break, you know, and I could be like, whoa, hey. Or, you know, I've always thought about this too. And they, they, they can't do it. I don't think it's scientifically possible. But if they could have like an out situation when you're going up the hill, that might encourage me to do it. Because if I could just get up, you know, three quarters. If I knew that I got three quarters of the way up the hill, <laughs> I could see, hey, let me out. And uh, they would have to let me out. I would like let that. I would do that. Yeah, that's a special kind of nightmare, though, to be a person like who has a panic attack or, you know, or something along those lines where you get up three quarters of the way and there, there is no stopping. There is no, there is no turning around at that point. And to, realize that this is only going to be torture for the next because that does you know not everybody is equipped to handle that uh their ear fluid splashing around in their brain you know what i mean like it's just a physical it's a physiological thing as well to like subject your body to that kind of physics and it does it makes sense that people kind of because human beings are weird we like to fuck with our consciousness and you know do things to increase our state and alter our states so we do these sort of extreme things but we do them safely so that we can get a taste of it but for some people they just don't want to switch over into that gear and that's a body response and that's totally fine i think i don't you know you don't you shouldn't be shouldn't feel like you have to overcome wanting to ride around on roller coasters you know i was talking about yesterday and i was like i would let like a wrestler do moves on me i take a chop from a wrestler uh none of that stuff scares me i'm not yeah. afraid of that i'm afraid of like right. taking a chop, people think is the craziest thing that those guys do. And uh, I have been trying to talk my wife for years into doing a chop to me. I don't know if she knows how, wouldn't be good at it. And uh, generally, when you ask people to mm-hmm. chop you, uh, they won't do it. They're scared. They don't want to hurt you. But it's like, I want to be chopped. I, please chop me. Please. I just want to see what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> it's so loud and cool. I've seen, you know, I, I dude. No, I, 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 first of all, you should tell people what that means. Not everybody. I mean, I know most people probably do, but like, it, that's like the backhand across the chest, like between the nipples and the yes. collarbone. Is that correct? Yes. They, they is that roughly yeah, a good, ex- good description you, of a chop? They smack you. It's just, it's really loud. And uh, the people that wrestle say yeah. it's, it doesn't hurt as bad as you would think it does, although their, their pain threshold is also extremely fucking weird uh, or way right. off. You know what I mean? The, but they said it's not as bad as it sounds and that it is like the sound is the reason they do it, you know? So, so like they do it yeah. because the sound is incredible and, and people think, yeah, yeah and, and Yep, you'll be red, or you get all. I think guys get extremely bruised up there, 
and bleed from their chest and stuff, but it still doesn't seem that bad. It's the same thing with blading. I would love to blade, which for people that don't know, wrestler, I've, I think I've said it on the show before, but wrestlers will put in their wrist tape, they'll put a razor blade and they'll just slice the top of their head and bleed all over the place. I just think that's like the coolest fucking thing in the world to me uh, that, that people do that. It's like such mm -hmm. a, a, a commitment to their thing that uh, I like, I like, I mean, yeah. there's so much stuff that I like. Tom Cruise is a guy. Look, I know he's probably a nasty guy in real life and all that stuff, but commitment that he has to like not using CGI and preserving the way that movies used to be made by doing stunts is uh, fucking admirable to me. I think it's fucking cool. I, I, you know, I know Top Guns. I know the Top Gun movie was uh, uh, propaganda. I fully know that. But like, I was so impressed with how it fucking looked. It was just mind blowing to me how fucking cool it looked. And then it's like, he's going to do a movie in space. Great. I'll go see the fucking Tom Cruise in space movie too. I fucking love that shit. I love like space and, and or, or I love stunts. I like when people do crazy fucking things. And uh, so it impresses me that, that, that like Tom Cruise, this fucking rich guy, really, that like uh, doesn't have to work ever again in his life is like, yeah, I'll fly around in a fucking jet. You know, I'll, I'll fly around and do tricks in a jet. Right. Like it's mind blowing to me. And I think that's fucking cool. I couldn't do that. That'd be very scary. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's the kind of thing that's like... Uh, <laughs> that's quite a... I, just, I said a plane know, is like, Hank, quite a roller coaster. I just like it when people Sorry, do shit. Laser. Yeah. I just like it when people do... Yeah. They love... I love it when people are passionate about their thing. So much so that like they will like give them give their body over to this thing you know what i mean and uh i don't know there's just something really fascinating about it yes i do know that scientology is a cult a slave cult or whatever i've i've seen all this stuff i just when the guy flies around in those jets or when he does the fight scenes and he's actually doing it it just blows my fucking mind that it is a thing that happens, you know. Well, he, so um, he's being chased by a psychiatrist in a different plane. That's what he's running from in the top of the movie. Yeah, that's what. That's what. That's a good point. Air. That's a good point. Tom Cruise. Well, he does seem like a guy that needs psychiatry. Yeah, you know. But he's not going to do it. Yeah, he could he's just sure fly it. around and yeah. go to space and stuff. No. It, yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah, go to space. You know, I think I heard that they're going to build some sort of like a space studio, like a movie making spot or some sort of like, you know, there's all these plants now that they're trying to colonize space and the moon and shit. So there's lots of like, like, uh, you know, uh, artists renderings and, you know, concept ideas and stuff. And I, I, I did hear that included in this one idea for like luxury tourism, but it would also possibly be like a facility for filming things i don't know if they're gonna be filming 24 7 so it'll probably be multi-use but yeah they're working on it getting uh getting stuff up in space so we can it's, pollute the world even faster it'll be great i mean it it's really funny the the stuff because like i would never go to space 
And I'm not saying that because I'm afraid to get in a rocket ship or whatever they call them. I don't know, space shuttle or whatever it's called. I'm not saying I'm afraid to do that. I'm saying that because I don't think there's anything up there. It's kind of one of those things where it's like it's literally nothing. So I'm just like, mm, I don't know. There's places I want to see here. Um, uh, yeah, For All Mankind is a pretty good you show. Wouldn't. I haven't watched the Mars season. But yeah, I wouldn't go to space. No, never. I don't even care. They made it easy. I'm, I'm not interested. In You're not, I've been saying this for years. Would you do one of the, the planes? The, you're not interested to experience weightlessness i think everybody's curious to know what that might feel like you don't even have that nope not at all nope don't even care at all it's crazy how much i do my wife gets so mad at me like we went and saw the aurora borealis and i looked up and saw it and then went right back to my phone while she laid down on the ground and just stared at it and i was like i'm fucking really in awe that people like will lay down on the ground and just stare up at the sky without like listening to a podcast or playing with their phone, you know? And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm nuts. I, I, I just, I don't really weird about, and I've said this on the show in the past and I think it maybe even annoys people a bit, but like when it comes to like, I'm just not, I hate to say this because it makes me sound like an idiot. I'm not awed by nature at all. Like, I'm just like, well, whatever. It's nature. I mean, we all live here. We, we got to look at it and stuff. But, like, I like quiet. I like to be gone and out in the woods spending time and stuff like that. I'm just not like, uh, uh, you know, I drove by the Grand Canyon without even stopping to look at it, you know? Or like uh, all that time I spent on the road touring, I didn't see shit, nothing, not a fucking thing while I was out there on the road. And I, I was all over the whole fucking country. And the only thing I can tell you about in the cities I've been to are um, in the cities I've been to is like I know a good restaurant probably there. And uh, so, yeah, I and, and right. in the chat, they're talking about uh, Michigan. I think. I'm going to try to get me and the wife and the kid are going to try to get to Alaska like soon in the next like couple of years, because like, we're all like super interested in Alaska for different reasons. And, uh, my daughter has a friend that is from Alaska. Uh, my wife wants to look at the stars up there and, uh, I just want to see how quiet it is there. I like to think about it being really quiet there and, uh, you know, maybe see some bears right. like pulling a motherfucking salmon out of the water or whatever. But yeah, I want to go to Alaska really bad. And I think that's where you really can see the Northern lights. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you, Alaska was a great trip, man, you'd get a lot of stories out of that. Um, I, I agree though. Like if you, if you've only seen a little faint Northern lights, it's, pretty cool but maybe not great i i've seen it once from northern wisconsin where it was pretty impressive for me and that's fairly sparse south um it gets better the further north you go and i've seen like beautiful green curtains flooded flowing around and it's, it's impossible not to be kind of in awe 
of it when it's really at its glory. And I have not seen the kind you, you might see if you get lucky up in Alaska. So you should definitely give that a try and get on the right substances. If you can work that out, although that, that comes with its own risks too. be careful. But yeah, my wife cried. My wife cried there. Uh, Oh, psychic gasoline says, Brian, she's got got restaurants they have in Alaska. Let me tell you something. I know that there's only one Arby's in Alaska, which I find to be very wild. That's outrageous. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to go. Only one Arby's. And they were excited about it. If you look up Arby's Anchorage on uh, Twitter, you can see how excited people were about getting Arby's. It was wild. I was like, damn, they they really are like kind of... And that's the other thing, you know, I'd love to go to Hawaii, but I know that the people in Hawaii don't want me there, but I know that people in Alaska probably don't mind if I show up. So that's the other thing, you know, right. that whole thing about how they, they don't want you there yeah. um, really does make me feel like I shouldn't go there and I want to fucking go there. It's the problem. I want to go to Hawaii. So yeah. Uh, well, I got to get some more calls right. in Hank. I love you. I love talking to you. I hope you have a sweet evening. All right, man. Bye-bye. I will. I love uh, talking to you. All right. Oh, I hung up on Hank. You know what? That's my fault. Um, I'm going to pick up this call now. Hey, what's up? It's Brian. How are you doing? Hey, good. It's Jonathan from Louisville, Kentucky. What's up, Jonathan? How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear I'm me? I'm pretty good. Just hanging out tonight. I can hear you loud and clear. Um, Fresh. Ooh, so I yeah, I was pretty. just hanging out tonight. You know, it's funny. I I I I, I uh, share your same phobia of rides. Um, I'm around your. I'm 42 years old, so the same age and everything. And I haven't been on a ride since I was a little kid. I'm just that terrified of them. Um, never been on a roller coaster or anything. So, um, I definitely feel you, but I love, I really love, I, I love driving fast though. That's the funny thing. Um, I, I've done, been like on a racetrack before and everything. And it's just, it's definitely has to be a control thing. It does sound sick to, to like, I would, I would like, love to do one of those you know you take a class i I, so something that was really big for me when i was a kid and and like it's it's one of the memories that i really fucking cherish from being a kid was my dad took me to this place called malibu raceway and it was a go-kart place with like uh the cars were like they looked kind of like indie cars and uh you you did it for time you you did not the go-karts you didn't race like you didn't race each other you weren't on the course at the same time you were you were going for time and uh they gave you a little driver's license when you went there and uh it was just like Uh i don't know it was the first time i ever drove anything and i just i mean i do like parts uh i just I've never been. I'd love to go to a place where you can drive a car super fast. Well, what I'm going to recommend to you is um, I I did this last fall. Um, 
with my dad is we went down to, if you go to uh, the, Kentucky, uh, the uh, Corvette Museum in Bowling Green, Kentucky, they have a racetrack there and you could take out a new Corvette and do a few hot laps in a new Corvette. See, yeah, let me say this. Let me say this. This is the only reason we should have cars. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like, like people are always like, oh, you know, I hate cars, but it would be nice to have a place to go to fucking really haul ass in, in your car, you know? Uh, uh, that's why I hate that there's yeah. not really yeah. any places. That's why I hate that there's no places in the United States that like, I mean, like everybody has a speed limit. And I'm like, I haven't ever got to see what my car does mm -hmm. without being terrified, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I used to, uh, I used to work for a company in Denmark, so I'd go over um, there a couple times a year, and I'd always fly into Germany and drive up to the office. So I got to drive on the autobahn a few times, and uh, pretty wild. And that was always in you know a tiny, dinky little rental car. But even then. It's, it's more fun to me to see what a, you know, what a, a slow drive. They say it's more fun to drive a slow car fast than, you know, just a fast car, slow and regular kind of driving and everything. So it is fun to be able to, you know, push a car to its limits, just like an ordinarily slow car like that. Yeah, the, the Audubon sounds fresh. I mean, that, we need an Audubon here. Isn't there, there is a state somewhere where they don't, ha they have long stretches of road without speed limits. I do believe, but like a Montana or some shit. Um, yeah, I think it's like Montana or like something like that. State. Yeah, there should be one in every state though. Yeah, I think there's, some, you know, a place. Yeah, I agree. Um, but actually, one thing I wanted to tell you about, um, so I, this wasn't actually what I called about. I was just thinking about it when I was listening to the other caller. Um, I, kinda, I heard you earlier talking about how you're big into Legos and uh, uh, Back to the Future. Um, I, didn't, I knew you liked Lego. I didn't know Back to the Future, though. Um, I've got kind of a Back funny story um, about... I, I love I love Legos too. Like I built a DeLorean the day it came out. I got it and everything. But um, as far as Back to the Future, there's this thing um, I found out about it. Like kind of during the beginning of the pandemic, there's this company called uh, Eagle Moss, and they do kind of like a subscription based model thing. So basically, you sign up, and the first one the first one or two are free, but they, you sign up, and you pay money. And then every month for a couple of years, they send you the parts until you have to build a model. And they do all kinds of things. And they have the Back to the Future DeLorean. Is it and like, so? Because um, I tried models. I have I, models in, in my office here, but they're very hard to put together. Like you got a glue and stuff. That's got me yeah, into like, Legos. And no glue. Yeah. Yeah, these ones, it's cool because, you know, I used to build models when I was a kid and I'd get really frustrated by, you know, the glue and everything and I'd never finish them. What's cool about these ones is they actually, um, they screw together. So they actually, it, it, okay. it's just all little screws. You don't have to glue or anything and they include the tools. And um, so anyway, I signed up for it. I thought, you know, it'd be kind of a fun thing to do because I wasn't really 
spending money on, you know, going out to eat or anything. And it's a really big one, like one eight scales. So like a couple of feet long, like big and heavy. So um, anyway, I signed up for the, uh, the service and started getting, um, started getting my shipments. And, you know, up till now I've had about, um, I have like about Oh no! Coming from China, but hello, thinking, man. I'm Jonathan. A, a shit in a while, and hello. Can you hear me? Sorry, uh, something happened. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sorry, something happened there. Go. Oh, can go you hear me now? It's okay. I think there's a little bit of a delay. I can hear you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what I was going to say is. So I, I checked, um, I checked to see if, uh, my re most recent shipment, like, well, I haven't got one for a while. I go on the website and the website's down. <gasps> oh no. Did they go out of business? And they went out of business. Yeah. So apparently ah, the company filed for bankruptcy. They've been around for like 50 years. I'm telling, I, you know, the thought went through my mind when, when I, uh, when I signed up for this, like, oh, geez, what happens if they go out of business? But thinking, oh, they've been around forever, forever. That won't happen. So yeah, now I've got a half built model that I've probably invested a thousand dollars in and <laughs> the company's out of business. That's so funny. That sucks. That's yeah. I mean. I was joking saying I don't have subscriptions. I have a million of them. I don't have any of the boxes though, or any like the stuff where they mail you stuff. I, I don't, I don't do any of that because I, uh, uh, they're always way more expensive than I want to spend, you know? Um, and I don't, I don't know if they did a Lego box, I might do it because I spend so much on Legos, but like, uh, the man box and shit like that is just like, I don't need that shit. I don't need man stuff. Uh, I got plenty of man stuff. My hog. Not not the, you know, so. Oh, okay. Jonathan hung up. So I like you, Jonathan. I'm going to take this last call, and I'm going to go home. I'm home. I'm going to go over to the next room and lay in bed with a heating pad. You are the last call. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, Brian. How are you? I'm good. Uh, who are we talking oh. to? Hello? Hey, uh, I'm this here. is John Hello? from Philly. What's up, John? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, I was <laughs> your conversation uh, with another caller about wanting a wrestler to chop you was uh, very cathartic for me. I have the same problem where I try and convince people all the time to do it. And everyone's like, no, nah, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, that's the point. That's why I'm asking you to do it. Cause I think it'll be fun and it'll hurt. <laughs> I mean, it'll be at the very least, right? It's funny. It's a little funny thing to do with your friends. It's so weird. Uh, maybe it, Okay, I'll say this, and it's going to make me sound like a boomer. But maybe 
maybe young people just don't hit each other anymore for fun, you know, which is fine. You don't have to do that. I think we don't hit each other enough for fun. I I upgraded it. I, we had a cookout for Labor Day, and we had just like a steel chair sitting around for no reason. And I was trying to convince people to hit me with that, and so on, like just in the back, oh, that not like hurt. anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the the back doesn't hurt. Um, but I was like, well, the chair shot to the yeah, the chair shot I, I mean, to the hurt. back does not hurt at all. Yeah, I, it stings a little, and I know because I finally convinced someone to do it. But, ah. um, uh, it was, I was getting, like, the conversation, people were like, well, what if we, like, paralyze you? I'm like, paralyze me? What are you talking about? Then I'll sign a fucking um, form or whatever, you know? But I'm with you. Yeah, uh, Moloch <laughs> Prolix in the chat my, says, or yeah. they're not sadist. Yeah, it, sir, yeah. it's my idea. <laughs> hit me i don't care i've been hit i've been hurt in my life you know i i don't i it's weird i'm trying to think it's really hard for me to sort of figure out like what level of pain i'm comfortable with and you know people that have been listening to this show for a long time um people that listen to this show for a long time know that like i have an outsized idea of uh how it could feel but like, um, I think like, I think like, I, I just, I feel like I can handle it. And then I also think it's a lesson that like, I want to learn a lesson. If, if you get what I'm saying, you know, where it's like, okay, yeah, me with the chair, sure. it fucking hurt. And now my back hurts for days. Well, I learned that that's not fun. You know, <laughs> that's like the type of dude I am in, 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 in like, I just, you know, I, I think part of it might be because when I was young, uh, I was very thin. I weighed maybe like 110 pounds and I was almost six feet tall. I was so thin. I've, I've posted pictures in the past. I was just small. I, I, I couldn't fight. Um, you know, well, I mean, I, I could try, but, uh, I couldn't fight. I wasn't tough or anything like that. And now I'm like kind of bigger, you know, and maybe I do have an outsized idea of, of what I, what I can handle. But like, I always felt like, you know, I'd be in these mosh pits, like going nuts. And, uh, I, I wouldn't really get hurt. So I think that did something to me at that time where I was like, you know, I can do that. You know, I, it doesn't hurt. Nothing hurts. No, no physical contact hurts. And I yeah. know that's false. And I know that's even stupid. It just is. <laughs> I'm an idiot. And, and I just, I can't chase the same kind of thrills that other people chase, you know, like, uh, uh, the yeah. people that are afraid of public speaking, you know, don't have that fear. I'm not really yeah. afraid of public speaking. The the people that like, um, the people that like are afraid of, uh, or that'll ride a roller coaster in order to get that 
out of their system you know i can't do that i'm fucking terrified to do that yeah um so the only real thrill oh, yeah. i think that i have the only real thrill i think that i have and and it's like almost sort of like a power for me is high pain threshold um i don't mind i don't yeah. mind when shit hurts it just it's just not something that like i don't know i mean i'm sure if i broke my wrist or some sort of thing like that um and i did break my wrist and it did hurt but i didn't even go to the hospital until like six hours later i like took a shower and wandered around the house and then i was like you know what i can't move my hand i should just go to the hospital so uh yeah <laughs> i don't know and i will try a roller coaster i'll do a vr roller coaster on stream sometime for sure i'll fucking try that i don't care Yeah, I I was able to the other day pinpoint my exact kind of like where you're talking about like where I realized like oh I'm a little older now I guess my I'm a bigger guy than I was my pain threshold is like way different uh, I like exactly pinpointed mine to like a year ago uh, uh, I don't know how much you follow indie wrestling but uh, I was in a I at a GCW show a and uh, nice. Um, and uh, it was the homecoming show where uh, Nick Gage was fighting Matt Cardona. And Nick Gage came out with a chair. And, you know, right when he comes out, everybody's just, like, mobbing him. And it's, like, it's just, like, a big mosh pit for the next, like, 10 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. And as soon as he came out with the chair, somebody pushed him and just, like, smacked me right in the head with the chair. And <laughs> just, like, I got... Concuss. Uh, so, which is cool to be able to say Nick Gage concussed me, whether he knows it or not. Uh, but I just got up and like, all right, yeah, let's just go to the casino. Everyone's like, you like fell over and like couldn't see for a minute. Do you want to do something? I'm like, no, let's just, we're good. It can't be that big of a deal. And I guess it was a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what's funny about that? Um. I, I think what's really funny about that is like uh uh I got concussed I've been concussed once in my life and uh it was is really I was at a uh I was at a Deftones concert in a really small venue and uh I uh, somebody came right up behind me I don't know how it, it wasn't their fault they weren't trying to hurt me or anything and I was like I was in the front of the place close to the stage you know and somebody hit me like in the back of the neck and like I couldn't see for a few minutes. And I thought somebody hit me blind while I was in the thing because I just couldn't see a fucking thing. I had to go take a break. But like five minutes later, I would just felt back to normal. And uh, I don't know. It's really fucking weird that like uh, uh, I, I, it's the only time I can think that I was concussed. I'm sure there were other times. I mean, I was an idiot. So, uh, uh, I'm sure something happened, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, uh, uh, I do watch a lot of indie wrestling. It's been, uh, years. Uh, people, I, I, there will be a wrestling podcast soon. I just got to figure out how I'm putting it together oh. and, uh, you will get to hear me talk a lot about being beast and stuff like that. Like very fun stuff. I, I promise I have like six people that are going to be co-hosting with me 
and uh we're going to talk about all it's going to be like there's going to be news there's going to be uh opinions about news and there's also going to be just like goofs on it too it'll be once a month it'll be about i think i'm i'm looking at it being like a three-hour show once a month and uh it'll be on top of all the other stuff i do so for the people that like the other stuff there will still be the other stuff but uh there will also be this wrestling thing so I think people will like it. It's going to be very fun. I tell um, you what, I, now, if see, you've unimagined... not checked it out before. Oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? Sorry. Go ahead. I was cutting you off. No, you're good. Go ahead. Oh, oh. I know there's a crazy delay. <laughs> um, uh, if you haven't checked it out before, um, I'm going back right now and watching uh, like really, really old CZW. Um, I decided uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. and I'm going to watch every episode of it, or I guess every event they did in order. And uh, everybody that ran that promotion, I guess they still run. I mean, they do, but it's like almost doesn't count anymore. Um, yeah. But, uh, it, baby, <laughs> it, they've got... <laughs> They got a lot of insane stuff that you just like kind of forget about because I forgot like Ian Rotten was on there. Um, and I just got to watch his huge, the IWA Mid-South blow up, which was uh, extremely fun. Um, and <laughs> just like all the stuff they thought was like a good idea. It's like, this is the most insane thing I've ever watched. I forgot how much I love pro wrestling that's sometimes not very good, but still really cool, which is like one of the only things that ever hits that for me is like, yeah, this sucks. But for some reason, this also completely rocked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I, you know, my favorite stuff in wrestling is people getting a lot out of nothing. And, uh, uh, you know, people that they're, you know, I love a guy that won't leave his feet uh during a match and and like uh i'm just i'm i'm really into the uh the thing where they can manipulate the crowd's feelings without doing a lot you know they're both bad guys they're both awful guys but uh i always go back to this is uh hulk hogan against the ultimate warrior at like wrestlemania five maybe or six i don't remember uh they don't do anything in that match i think you're right it is 90 percent (laughs) and then there is like a and then there's like a scoop slam uh, and and it ends it's just over but when you watch it it just is like these guys aren't doing fucking anything and it rules that like the crowd is freaking out to these guys that aren't doing anything so yeah i i uh uh yeah i can't wait to get the the podcast going i think i'm gonna i'm hoping so here's here's the schedule with this i know because people want to hear when i'm gonna do it I'm going to start Shocktober this week and uh, that'll put me out ahead and then I'll be out ahead and I can do it. But uh, yeah, Felix is going on tour in October. Uh, We might not have him for every episode, but we're going to have him for some episodes the most important ones. And then I still got Chris and uh, we're going to start recording it now and then uh, we'll have it. Uh, ready for October, and I will have extra time on my hands that I can fuck around and do stuff uh, like a wrestling podcast that nobody asked for. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I will. Uh, uh, hey, isn't that most I will certainly be getting started. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. It was good to talk to you, and uh, have a good evening. Yeah. Yeah. You too. Thanks, Brian. Peace. Yeah, I got to get off the. Uh, it looks like my inter somebody's internet is fucked. But uh, uh, Jason has now. Jason sent me by me a couple minutes. I have to go to the toilet. I thought he was texting me saying the internet was fucked up. So now I'm buying time so that Jason can shit, and uh, you know we're hanging out. Uh, unimaginative username in the chat says I broke my arm on a Saturday, and my dad didn't want to take me to the doctor because the next day was Easter. He thought the ER would be too crowded, ended up waiting until the next Monday. That's nuts. I, I think I, I, I had to make my father-in-law go when, when, you know, obviously we had a better relationship at a time when he was, uh, he was less crazy about this stuff, uh, about politics and shit like that. So I, uh, uh, I had to take him to the ER on Thanksgiving and uh, it was very busy. I will say it was certainly the right decision to uh, um, it was certainly the right decision to wait. I think, I mean, breaking your arm though, I broke my wrist. It was my wrist. And uh, I think part of the reason I really went to the hospital without waiting too long is because I knew they were going to give me painkillers. And we're talking about like five years after I got out of rehab. So I was like, fuck, yes, I hurt myself so bad. They're going to have to give me fucking Percocets. And uh, so that was why I went that day, which I'm sure your dad probably wouldn't have been uh, super thrilled with. So, uh, yeah. Well, I will. Oh, I think Jason's back and I can. Uh, I can end the show. All right. Egyptian lava. Give me a freaky kinkination.
the total female population I can deal with that situation I don't care about my reputation Give me a freaky kinky nation The total female population I can deal with that situation I don't care about my reputation Lava, 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 lava.